Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Three Jews Walk Into a Podcast. Uh, so, Three Jews Walk Into a Podcast, only this time we got a couple more. Why doesn't our lovely guests introduce themselves? Hi, my name is Alana. And I'm Mark with the C. Hey, Mark with a C. I'm Alana, just with an I in the beginning and an A at the end. <laughs> so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves? I, I know you guys very well, but Dovi and Yitzi don't know you very well. So, uh, well, first of all, I'm Ellie's cousin. So Ellie's responsible for everything from here on out. <laughs> uh, and I am from Brooklyn, New York. Now I live in Ohio. Um, I have a very interesting job, which you can ask me questions about later. And I am going to be 40 on Monday. Woo! So that's exciting. <laughs> and I was saying and um, we don't have and I have been living a wonderful life of making awesome memories and new experiences as a sober adult for the past um, five years and 11 months and like whatever almost six years next week Tuesday will be six years that's awesome wow. and that's so cool how it lined up with your birthday so nicely yes I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's a story there and there's always a story bro so do you want to play the game? Do you want to talk a bit about yourself for a bit? What do you What do you feel most comfortable doing? Open up the game. Roll the All dice. Right. So let's play the game, and we'll see. We'll see. Don't feel pressured to answer the question. Just go wherever the conversation takes you. All right, Yitzi, you want to take a card? Sure. I would offer you guys to pick a card, but oh yeah, yeah. You can pick it up to the screen. All right. Would you rather deal with a problem head on or avoid it forever? Ooh. <laughs> this is a this is a hefty one. I, I, I know that the easy answer is that I would I would want to avoid it forever. <laughs> but how about you guys? Head on. <laughs> head on? He's a head-on person. I would give great advice to someone else for how to deal with it head on. I would have to make like 10 lists of how to deal with it head on and then like pick through the list. And then a week later I would deal with it head on. <laughs> All right. So do you have any practical advice for how should somebody tackle a problem head on? With a team. That's true stuff. True stuff. You can't do it without a team. No, I mean, teams help. What are your thoughts? I don't know. I don't know if you need a team. I'm just, I'm an avoider though, so <laughs> that's more of a solo job. Ah, uh, see, that's part, well, Dovey said I had probably an interesting story. So that was part of my interesting problem, right? When I didn't have a team, I, relying on my own self is probably going to get me into a lot of trouble. Um, cause I'm a little impulsive, so I might not deal with the problem the best way if I don't have a team of people. And sometimes like 
I can get you to co-sign what I think the best idea would be because I'm so sweet and manipulative and fun. <laughs> right. I, uh, I resonate with that a lot. Right. Again, I'm Ellie's cousin. I know all the stuff. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, a team is a good idea. It's the best way for me. And also I like to write a lot. So I have to write out what I'm thinking. Action plan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Mark, what do you do? Head on. Head on. But how do you get about doing that? Because I think that I can speak for, for a large swath of the audience. It's not easy. Right. Well, we have some tools in our life today that we could utilize. And one of them is an action plan. We start writing it out. What the problem is, some angles of attack, you know, how to approach it. Like, like the army. <laughs> you know, or like football. I'm not a sports person, but like a football game, they have like a playbook and yeah, stuff, right, you know, right. possible outcomes, you know, what would the best outcome be and how to get there? What's your personal goal? What's my personal goal? I'll speak in first person. What's my personal goal? What am I looking to achieve? So what does that look like? What what is what does a playbook look like? Well, it depends on the circumstances and situations. Throw out an example. Um, all right. I have been feeling pretty, pretty, uh, how to describe it? Uh, you know, I've, I have a lack of motivation recently and, and I've been finding it difficult to get myself to do things. So how would I attack that? Did you just forget you started a podcast? <laughs> For some reason, I invalidate myself by saying that, oh, you know, I started a podcast, but that doesn't really count. A second one, a second one, a second okay. podcast. <laughs> so your team is giving you motivation, borrow their motivation, right? Listen to them because they're giving you what your strengths are. And you said yourself that you're invalidating it, right? I journal a lot, um, but I do use a lot of self-deprecating humor also. Um, <laughs> but I have to go, sometimes I have to seek out some older people who are wiser and kind of, you know, straight shooters. And they tell me just stop being so anxious. Stop overthinking everything. Take a pause. Be grateful for what you have. Um, you know, some of them just say, fake it till you make it. You know, you got to get up. You got to move through it. You got to get through it to get through it. There's no other way. Um, you know. Alana, what's your interesting job you mentioned earlier? Oh, Lord. Um, my interesting job is, so I'm a case manager. Um, and I work with people who were once chronically homeless and now they have homes. Um, they live in something called permanent supportive housing. So that's um, under the housing first model or housing first model, which is that housing is a basic human right, right? People should not have to sleep on the streets, under bridges, um, in tents, um, but they should live under a roof. Um, and I work in the building where they live. Um, they have a, a lease just like you or I would have. Um, so they can do whatever they want in their units, in their apartments. Um, the population that I work with 
they have experienced a lot of trauma, um, lots and lots of trauma, you know, whether it be from childhood, being raised in foster homes um, and everything that goes along with that to mental health diagnoses. Um, they do not have to take medication in order to maintain their housing. And because of the socioeconomic background, which is very low, um, you know, this is all government subsidized housing. Um, what comes along with that is a lot of drug use. That's just what it is. So you couple mental health problems with drug use in bad neighborhoods and it can get exciting. <laughs> and where gratitude comes in. Are, are there any requirements for living in, this, in these housing? Specifically where I am, yes. Um, qualifying factors would be, and this is just for where I am personally, um, they have to have been chronically homeless, which means at least 365 days of homelessness. Oftentimes it's many more days than that. And that does, that's not jail, right? Because jail is an address. That's not your friend's couch because your friend's couch has an address if it's in a home. Um, plus a mental health diagnosis, which can be substance use, depression, all the way to schizophrenia. Um, and there are some, the, HIV is a qualifying medical diagnosis for housing as well. They have to have HIV in order to get in. No, no, I said it, it or a mental health diagnosis or HIV would be a qualifying oh, medical diagnosis. Okay. If they did if they didn't have a mental health diagnosis, HIV is a is the only qualifying medical. Diagnosis. And so how how do you know if an applicant has actually been homeless for 365 consecutive days? I personally don't have to have any of that information by the time I get to meet the people I work with, but people way above my pay grade um, or way different than me. Um, there's some, there are homeless coalitions where people actually walk around to tent cities, under bridges, the streets. Um, where are you guys? You're in New York City? Yeah. Okay. Have you, have, I'm not going to ask how many homeless people have you seen today? There wow. are people that know those homeless people by name by street corner. And if they're not at that street corner, they might know how to find them at another street corner because they follow them. Just wow. to say, hey, how you doing? Hey, you need a bar of soap. Hey, you need a bus ticket. Hey, you need a granola bar. Hey, you need to test your drugs. You need a shower. You wanna know if this shelter's open. People do that in many places. Mark was just in California. and saw the same, same population. Skid Row. Wow. But, okay, but what if you have a guy and he's been homeless like 364 days or 360 days and then his friend is like, yeah, because I'm wondering like, if, and then his friend is like, hey, you can crash at my place for a night. Like the homeless guy probably shouldn't, right? So red tape stuff, if he's been homeless for 360 days, he's going to be homeless for 365 days. He, because there's red tape and a lot of bureaucracy, and like I told Ellie before, I don't really deal well. I go rogue a lot, um, but I, I do know how to follow a lot of rules and follow and like look over forms and stuff. They do ask, where did you sleep the night before? 
you got into your apartment before you got your keys. You could tell I'm from New York and doing hand motions, um, <laughs> even though right now in Ohio. So you could have slept in a shelter. You could have slept on a friend's couch. You know how many homeless people want their housing so badly that they just don't want to be late to pick up a pair of keys to have a door that will lock so they could take a shower and put their head on a bed that's theirs. Wow. Right. So could you explain to me, because I am very naive when it comes to this, what it, it seems that homelessness is, is almost a choice because of the, so I, I could I could be very wrong when it comes to this, but it yeah. seems like it seems like there's enough infrastructure and and services to provide for these people. Unless you're saying that this is that. So think about how dynamic the brain is, right? I mean, it's like as far as we know, the world's most dynamic thing of any kind, anywhere, anyhow. And when things start to go wrong and get rewired and things aren't like the pathways aren't straight, like one of the only rules once you get your keys is that you have to sleep there, what, at least three times a month? Yeah, at uh, least um, once every 90 days. Once every 90 days. Wow. Homelessness becomes so ingrained in these people and that's just what they know that they actually had to make so... Here's somebody coming from chronic homelessness, spent years on the streets with nothing, are given a keys to an apartment, have a safe place, a shelter over their head, and it's weird for them. So they had to actually make one, one of the only rules of keeping your housing be that you are at least within the four walls of that shelter once every 90 days. Wow. And then, and then because they have a lease, right? With a property manager, right? I don't know if like Dobie's in an apartment or a dorm or where you guys are at, you know, if you lease an apartment, whatever, there's rules, right? Don't play your music loud after 11. Yeah. My mom, my mom will just bang down the door. <laughs> right. Someone becomes homeless because their family turned their back on them or they never had family in the first place, right? Safe haven rule drop your newborn off at a, at a church, at a fire station. That's a real thing. It's not just in the movies. Wow. That is so. Um, Schizophrenia, your, your psychology and stuff for, right. right. You're shaking your head too. Good. I'll throw you under the bus also. Schizophrenia. <laughs> sorry. I get like crazy. Um, <laughs> schizophrenia can be a late onset issue, right? I work with someone. He was an executive chef and something went wrong one day executive chef married three kids something got unwired in his brain and then he did not have that life anymore wow so what can we do as individuals to combat homelessness i can only personally speak personally i I talk to one person at a time. Change, change the curriculum in early education. <laughs> they don't teach us shit when you're in school. None of us need to know, oh, what's one of the stupid, ridiculous things that you learn in school? That that liquid rock is called magma. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? We need to know, we need to understand like, like balancing checkbook, right? You know, all these things that are completely thrown at us when we get out that we have no experience or any kind of insight into I, that's just such a small tip of the iceberg, but that'd be a good place to start life skills. All right, definitely. I like that a lot. I like that. So as as adults, because uh, I can speak for me, it's in- Hold it, hold it. We are at one second. We are hey, adults. speak for yourself. One second. Don't call me old. That's A. B. I'm not old. Deep. Not old. All right. Hold on. Not- closer to the cat. He's completely all gray, but I am older by one year. <laughs> and also, I am not an adult. <laughs> Okay. My father's next, honestly. So, so, so let, me, let me rephrase the question. What advice would you wish you could give to your 20-something-year-old self? Oh, my God. I wish that someone would have told me... That these were going to be the good old days. That these were going to be questions Ellie Sandhouse was going to ask me. <laughs> no, I wish that someone would have asked, would have told me to have a goal and not be so... St- at 20 years old, nobody could tell me anything. It was way... They missed the boat at 20. So maybe at like eight going forward on an hourly basis with a lot of like coddling and good handling, they could have told me to have a goal that I would love and stick with it and help me more um, and meet me like where I was at instead of like pushing me to do something or, you know, telling me it wasn't good enough or do this instead of that. It's a lot of balls to juggle. do you think that that's what most kids need? Compassion? <laughs> I mean, when you put it like that, yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like all crunchy granola and stuff, but, you know, compassion, understanding, you know, thinking about your fellow humanite. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like my daughter, for example, my daughter right now, she she said she wants to go to uh, she she's a dual citizen here and Israel, right? She so she wants to go to the army, she wants to work with like canine unit, whatever, she wants to be a pilot, she wears glasses, that's never gonna happen. She <laughs> wants to work in the canine unit, right? And I'm like, cool, so you want to work in the canine unit, definitely do that. Also be a vet, also do this, and that's not the way to do that. So I'm like, bring it back, just foster her interest you know, bring it up gently, you know, because if you push someone, I don't know, who's stubborn in that room between the two of you and you, Dobie, in another room? Did you, did you <laughs> that I just realized that, like, it's called the K-9 unit because of K-9, like, it's the, just like oh, a geez. texting spelling kind of thing. <laughs> we, we, we have a genius on our hands. Did you know that, like, the whole time? Yeah. What? That's crazy. There's no way, Dovey, there's no way you knew that. Like canine, like dog. If you could go back to however old? Yeah. Yeah, if you could go back to be a 20-something-year-old, what do you wish you would have heard, somebody would have told you, or you could tell yourself? Don't lose your imagination. 
don't stop daydreaming. Our whole life, again, going back to early education, we're told don't daydream. If you drift off in class, if you're ever, if you're a dreamer, you're like looked down on like that's, you know, like to be degraded. Don't lose that. It's such an important piece of life. Your imagination and your, your daydreaming. But how do we retain that? I'm sorry, can I interrupt? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just interrupt. Dovi, did you know the thing about the canine thing? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's canine like dog, but then like in the police units, it's the letter K-9. But canine is also a dog, C-A-N-I-N-E. Oh, yeah, that I knew. <laughs> yeah, you see, you're alone here. <laughs> I thought you were gonna give me some like weird messed up thing. Like, no, that I knew. Yeah. On you know, on the other side of what Mark just said, I also wish someone would have told me like you don't have to be a people pleaser because that's hard. See, oh this is now this is adult shit, right? Don't be a people pleaser. But, <laughs> but it's happy okay. early birthday. <laughs> I'm not going to, I don't want you to have to edit out my whole finger thing. So whatever. <laughs> I warned Ellie before this started. You should all know that. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. So, so Mark and Alana, how do you retain that, that sense of imagination and, and how do you not be a people pleaser? Well, the imagination thing you hold on to by like using it. If you don't use it, you lose it. You know, so, you know, set, set a few minutes aside of every day, you know, to just drift off into thought and imagination and daydream. If you don't use it, you lose it. Cause I lost mine along the way. Cause I quit, I quit using it. You know, I fight to get it back today now. Right. But we're so caught up in the alert problem solving state of mind on a daily basis of go and do and you have to be here and do this and da, 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 that if you don't take a few minutes out of your day every day to just drift off and let your mind wander, you'll you, you lose it. Because everything in life now is like very literal and everything is like factual and stuff like that. And you don't like you don't get to think about like. the You know, I yeah. like that. How many alarms do you have set on your phone? <laughs> I have like 40. <laughs> oh my gosh. Literally four alarms. Literally one every like 10 minutes. <laughs> and, and we're related, right? One every three. How nervous, I mean, I get nervous when I, when there's too many text messages in the scroll, when there's too many things that are unread. And oh my gosh, I cannot have that, that little, that little red bubble. I don't have an iPhone, so I don't know. I will never get an iPhone. I will not do that. Oh, but I, I have a fish. We have a fish tank right here with lovely fish. I like to look at the snail because he's slow moving. I call him my emotional support snail. <laughs> um, the other one died and I cried at a meeting. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. Yeah, it's no, okay. No, we can laugh. His carcass is in this tank. The shell. The shell. <laughs> it's a carcass. Oh. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and sometimes I just want to put all electronic devices in the fish tank, the television, the phone, all the things that make noise <laughs> and like yeah. buzz. I, I can feel you there. I feel you there. Should we pick another yes, we card? Know that, teachers. 
like with the imagination everyone yeah. had like recess time and imagination time <laughs> should we pick it up at, i i think they have it at a very young age like like you'll come in with like they'll tell you to make a picture or something and you'll come in with like a nice like very well imaginated drawing and they'll be like that was so like creative and such a good imagination but then like at a certain age it's like it's gone yeah you end kindergarten on a great high nice. summer camp woo right first grade get behind the desk you're in rows sit up straight pay attention you got notebooks nice. that is traumatizing what did john yeah. adams do who gives a shit <laughs> I like that your I like that your mug is matching your shirt. Thank you. Oh, that's actually really cool. I didn't notice that. Wu Tang. Should we pick another card? He doesn't know what that is. You don't know what Wu Tang is? Really? Look, Google it. I'm always the guy who doesn't know what things are. How do you not know what the Wu Tang Clan is? You're fine. Google it. Yeah, Toby, it's it, whatever. <laughs> it's like Method Man, right? He was in it, and Red Man, they were all that they were both in it. Yes. 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 And the Rizza and the Jizza and the Ghostface Killer. From Staten Island. From Staten Island. And we're all the way here in Ohio. That's right. The pop group. I think yeah. they're actually a good actor. Yeah, they're 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 a legit group. All right. Um, so I'll pick another card. What's your favorite way to spend time outside? I've always wanted to frolic. Frolic? Always... I like I like the idea of frolicking. Like, have you ever seen Shrek 2? Yes. So you know the beginning when Shrek and Fiona, they're running through like a field of sunflowers and it looks really romantic. Yes. The angry mob comes. So I don't even need another person with me. It would be good if there was, but like, just running through the field of flowers is all like frolicking and <laughs> something I've wanted to cross off a list. Okay. I like that. I like that. What do you like to do? What would I, I personally, what I do you like to do. I love to sit in the sun. I love sitting in the sun and reading a book. This podcast brought to you by melanoma. <laughs> oh, what do you like? I like to golf. Yeah, okay, that's cool. With a cigar. Golf with a cigar. I feel like if someone gave me a golf club and I was like, on a woo day, I might get aggressive with it because I get very overexcited before I get very bored. <laughs> but I like to watch the birds at the bird feeder and also I love people watching, but that's usually indoors, like at airports. But I also like to sit and read outside. Yeah. What do you mean by people watching? Like, do you try to like psychoanalyze people as they're walking and like, like that guy? No, straight eavesdropping. Stuff like that. <laughs> I do. Straight eavesdropping. Straight eavesdropping. <laughs> straight eavesdropping. That's fun too. I also like to talk to strangers. No consequences of that conversation as long as it's in a safe, you know, grocery whatever. Store. Grocery store, laundromat, library. 
quietly. I don't know about laundromat. Laundromat sounds a little bit like it could be sketchy sometimes. Daytime laundromat. Don't ever go to a Daytime. laundromat in the dark. <laughs> you guys are in New York City. What is wrong with you? Come on now. I brought all New York City-ness with me to Ohio. So... <laughs> I'm still learning. I'm still learning how to be in New York City. Like these guys, these guys stop me on the subway and they're like, hey, bro, can I get five bucks? And I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, yeah, and then I'll I'm like, yeah. And then my friends tell me like, no, that's. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I explained to Mark like that. You're not from New York. Uh, you yeah. will always be a Miami boy. Oh, always. yeah. <laughs> All right, should we, should we pick another card? Yes. I like this game. It's a fun game. Taboo is one of my favorite games, too. Ooh. This is a tough one for me. If you were guaranteed to be 20% happier, could you give up TV forever? I'm a Absolutely. no. Total no. Really? That's a no from you? That's a... Absolutely. That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> yeah, on TV now. Better call in the middle of Better Call Saul season six. Are you crazy? Yeah. I watched. I watched too many documentaries. I couldn't give it up. Doc I documentaries, you're good. You're good on documentaries. This right. TV. Could I still uh, watch movies? Yeah. Yeah, movies are okay. percent. 18%. Oh. Television? Yeah, no problem. Yeah, television I can give up. Easy. What is television anymore? Is there even TV? Yeah, it still exists. Like TV series is like shows. Any short form storytelling? Yeah, I guess I guess any short form storytelling. We eat dinner very, very late at night, right? And we do a lot of people interacting during, well, all day. We do a lot of people interacting, listening and helping and getting help and all the people things so when we eat dinner we like to watch something that doesn't require thinking and requires like a lot of laughter <laughs> like 30 rock and 30 rock is amazing yeah anything like by tina fey awesome. 30 rock the good life unbelievable right so i'm cool with community, community. Oh, community is great. Yeah, I would go. I would. I would. I would get rid of TV for. I would get rid of TV for for ten percent. Yeah. Anything less than that, I. It's a longer discussion, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to make a pros and cons list. <laughs> nice. Nice. We like pros and cons lists. Yeah. Mark is a particular fan of pros and cons lists. Yes. Okay, good. All right, dope. I always thought someone made a movie, like pros and cons would be a great name for a movie about a bunch of like ex-prisoners who get together to pull off a heist. Pros and cons would be a great name for it. It's actually a good call. I could see it. I can definitely call. see the title. Goldmine. I already know what the end is going to be, but I can <laughs> They get out? <laughs> Do they get out? I don't I feel like one of them probably gets Don't tell us, don't tell us. Don't tell us. <laughs> There'll be a sequel. Um I like bubbles. Anyone else like bubbles? Yeah. 
<laughs> Where did you just pull bubbles out of? It doesn't really work. Yeah, in the audio beginning. Medium. You pulled out the happy game. All right. <laughs> should we should we pick another card? Like, it just brings happiness. Like ages zero to literally anything. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. True stuff. The best is how it can land on this and not pop, but any other surface, it pops. Like, why? When you're washing dishes and then it makes bubbles, that's fun also, because that's completely unexpected. And they're little tiny little guys. Yeah. Wait, Dobie, you just said bubbles always bring happiness? Is that what you said? You're going to you're going to say like what about when they like come out of a person's mouth when they get poisoned? You're gonna, no, I was going to say you've never been IV'd before. Oh. I thought that's Yeah, you don't want to get an air bubble in an IV, right? No, right. Clever. No. That's not good. <laughs> All right, should we pick another card? Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, go for one more card. All right. What gives your life meaning? Whoa. That's <laughs> like a perfect question for Victor Frankel. Yeah. Ooh. Can I answer? Yeah, Dovey. Yes. Um, music. Music. I mean, I discussed this before on, on Ellie's last podcast, um, but music. Like now is this now is Sphera and like you're not you're not allowed to listen to music and it's just it's impossible for me. Um, I actually just heard a song. You know, you guys know Ben Rector. Nope. Nobody. No. Yes. I'll, I'll write it down for further investigation. No, no, no. And take down the name of this song. It's called "The Men Who Drive," the men that drive me places, or the men who drive me places. I have it right here. All right, I'll check it out. After Sphera. <laughs> or when I work out. That drive me places. It's about how, like, there's these two, like, he says, like, that this guy who picks me up from my house, he comes early and he brings me and he tells me about his daughter who uh, doesn't have any money, so I'm working my butt off to let her go to college and she he speaks like all about her and how great she's going to become and and then he says like isn't that just the way it goes that I'm up here on stage and you guys all know my name but I'm not half the man of the men that drive me places that's like his like punchline and it's like it like hits you hard it's like it's just a great song um so I've been like playing that on repeat for the past like 80 hours <laughs> um so that is definitely one of the things that give me give my life meaning. Also, I work now as a um, ABA para, which is like a, a shadow um, for uh, children that are diagnosed with ASD. Um, and that's like of the most fulfilling things like of my life that like I know I see every day that these kids are getting like more and more social, more and more like able to be part of a, a regular class. Um, and like, I go to sleep just feeling like accomplished. And that's like definitely something that gives me meaning in my life. That's amazing. 
Yeah. That's amazing. Thank God. Do you see yourself ever being able to converge the two? Um, so it's interesting because it's sort of, it's like a little bit of psychology behind the whole ABA thing, um, which is like what's, what you had, Ellie had on his, on his last podcast, Conversation and Calculation, you had a guest on Miriam Bluth, who talked a lot about, that's what she does. She's a, um, like, I don't know the word, she does basically like the psychology of music, right. music psychology, I guess, right? Um, which is like something that I like, I started watching that podcast and like five minutes in, she mentions it. And then like, I got hooked. I watched like the whole thing and like, it's so cool. Um, so I would definitely want to like learn that. Dope. <laughs> and like something that I, on AGT, um, Cody Lee, you guys know Cody Lee? No. I think his name is Cody Lee. He's a blind autistic pianist oh yes blind autistic he like he made it like really far yeah yeah yeah, i saw he is like my favorite like ever on on agt to go on there like he was like stunning voice great pianist and he's like he's blind and he's autistic and it's like just it's crazy to see like people are given like terrible hands and what they like, what they turn that into, you know? And it's like, it's great. I love to see it. So how about you guys? Do you guys, what gives your life meaning? That's a loaded question, man. Yeah. Today, what gives my life meaning is honestly helping other people. Yes. Straight to the point. I love that. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's so cool to to see people who have found what gives their life meaning. It's so inspiring. Ellie, have you have you found anything that gives your life meaning, Ellie? Um, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. You know, I'm trying to combine all of my passions into something that I can use to help others. So yeah, I'm, I'm still, I'm still well, searching. Ellie's a star head counselor of Camp Simcha. Okay. Uh, okay. Saying, which is like, Camp Simcha is a, is a camp. I'll let Ellie explain. He's, I'll just say how good of a job he does there. And he's just, he's incredible how the, the smiles that he puts on everyone's faces. And it's just, Real, real round of applause necessary for Ellie over there. Thank you. Thank, Thank you so much. much. Ellie, tell, tell, tell everyone about Camp Simcha. I, I mean, it's, it's a life-changing experience. And it's basically a camp for children with special needs or pediatric illnesses. And um. I mean, we're just there to give them the summer of their lives. And it's it's a very, it's, it's difficult to describe because it's very experiential, but it's, I'm sure that you can relate to it. This idea of just 
needing somebody who has every reason to not smile and then putting a smile on their face. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. It's like, it's just, it's wild to see, to see like exactly what you just said. Like they're going through, you don't know what they're going through the, their, their whole year, you know, through treatments and, and just things that they're unable to do. Like the, like the rest of, like the rest of the kids their age and stuff like that. And being able to come to camp and just having that feeling of where I'm part of a family here everyone's here having a great time and like just the bounds are just released you know mm -hmm. everything is just accessible and it's just it's incredible and they do such a great job how about you Yitzi? oh i mean i feel like you guys all like they have homeless people and he has special needs people and you have like special needs people and sick people and you know i'm i'm over here just just trying to make PowerPoints for my info systems class or my hey. business strategy class. You know, that's that's my meaning. Just just getting to the end of the semester before I find some other goal. You know, short term goals, that's kind of how I look at it. Honoring that's, commitments. That's super yeah. valid. That's super valid. But like if you guys had given me like a heads up, like by the way, we're all taking care of like a disadvantaged group, like I would have like I would have found somebody. <laughs> like I would have, you know. You're funny. Like, I would have swung like, by. He's he's a funny one. The second funniest guy in my year, right? <laughs> no, the funniest because the funniest guy isn't actually really a student. So, on a technicality, <laughs> smartest. I discussed, it with, I discussed it with David Price the other day. I was actually just reading about. <laughs> correlation between uh humor and intelligence and it is scary how much they align with each other so well i am practically a genius yes absolutely <laughs> i walk around this house whether or not anyone is in it and i mean mark and i and the fish are the only ones that live in it but oftentimes there's a lot of people in and out of it, but I walk around saying, I am the funniest person I know. I am the funniest person I know. <laughs> so it's really crazy, but like there's so much research that points to the fact that that means that you're also the smartest person that you know. But I'm not, but I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll explore that. No, I mean, I, I, I think I hear what you're saying. Like if you, if you are like very funny that requires intelligence so yeah. not, not necessarily if you are highly intelligent doesn't mean you have a good humor right. correct like one translate into the other but but it, it doesn't work both ways so the question is the question is are so if funny people are smart does that mean that smart people are funny and no. i think i think that they are I think that I think that a lot of smart people just have their own brand of humor. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd get down with that. Checks out. Checks I can't out. disagree with you. I mean, I can't disagree with you more. You yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, that, that's what I disagree. That's what I agree with you like. a lot. <laughs> I disagree with you a lot. But it, but listen, if you have like stats or some stuff that disproves me sure 
All right, I'll 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 add in some papers that I that I read. I want a whole research paper put in uh in uh what's it called in in the bibliography. Yeah, P MLA form or MLA format or something with yeah. I'll, I'll put a couple of links. Annotated there. bibliography on the bottom. <laughs> Yitzi. Yitzi can put together a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah. <laughs> I do the work for our like college assignment or something. PowerPoints. <laughs> I don't know how to put together a PowerPoint. Eh, neither do I really. I, don't I would know. ask the paperclip guy. That's <laughs> why it's important. That's why the team going, coming around full circle, the team is important. Oh, there you go. See, the team. And short-term objectives are, are the steps to a long-term goal achievement, so. Uh, so I did have the best one. <laughs> Should we pick another card? Yeah, you're in charge. You guys have the cards. You know, I, know. I, I feel bad. You guys have time. That time. Recommendations. You can't forget about recommendations. All we have is time. Yeah. Okay. Pick a card. Okay, fine. Pick a card. I like this one. What everyday problem bothers you? Ooh. Doby? Waking up in the morning. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> what did you Waking what, up what in the morning. Waking, Waking up, up in the morning. Right. Yeah. <laughs> mm, no. The sun in my eyes. Whatever. Waking day. up. What? It bothers you. Uh, mm. What everyday problem bothers me? <laughs> There's... Where do we start? How much time do you got? <laughs> we got all the time in the world. I have, I have every night problem. Every night I get into bed and my foot goes like in the sheet. You know what I'm talking about when you have like the buttons on the bottom? Oh, it goes like weird. inside and it's like stuck and you're like, get off. <laughs> so I have to like flip it over every night. Is he talking about a duvet? Yeah. <laughs> I have I have a zipper, so so it works well. Showing us? Are you showing us your duvet cover? You know it's an audio medium, right? See this stuff? My foot goes right in there, it gets stuck. <laughs> Look how big these gaps are. This could fit both my feet. You're not supposed to see the mess in the background, man. <laughs> editing, and, editing. What are you saying, Alana? Oh, I said editing, edit. Yeah, editing. You can edit out the mess. I'm avoiding the just... question. Don't judge me. Um, <laughs> what everyday problem? Oh Lord, back problems starting from physically. My back hurts, but mostly that's because of sometimes physical back pain, but mostly because of some stressor that I don't want to address because I'm choosing not to address it like my lists. <laughs> if I could get away without eating, I'd like that. Oh my eating. gosh. I have the same thing. I have the same thing. I have to remind myself to eat all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. I have to remind myself to stop eating. <laughs> <laughs> all of you. 
It's like every day. Here we go again with this again, huh? Oh my god! Every day. That 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 like bewilders me. Like I look down, I'm like, stop eating. You're growing. I get hungry, but I don't know. I just like kind of push off eating. Yeah, yeah. Mark gets me. Mark gets me. Absolutely. What's the longest you've ever gone without eating food? I don't know. Probably like. 24, 36 hours? Yeah. 36? About as far as we could push it. 72. <laughs> I've never I've never done 72, but like I've, I've done Are you like- secretly three. keeping Ramadan? <laughs> I went 72 once. You went 72? Mm -hmm. Wow. I only drank water, black coffee, and I, I was allowed to eat mint leaves. And when I was hungry, I ate stem. That's the longest I've gone without eating. The stem of a mint leaf? Yeah. I didn't know it was a leaf. I guess I I guess I just never knew where the flavor came from, but it's like a leaf. Is that satiating? Well, I, it, like enough. Like when you aren't eating anything, but then someone says you can eat the leaf and, and the stem, it's like, okay. <laughs> Not only can you eat the leaf, you can even eat the stem. I wanted, I was in Israel last year and I wanted to do some endurance challenge with my roommate. So I suggested, what if we stay up for 40, for like 50 hours and then sleep for a full 24. But we realized that might be hard to do in Israel because it's kind of noisy and you don't know if someone's gonna knock on your door. So then someone else suggested, well, like, what if you do a water fast? Like what Henry Cavill did before he did some scenes in The Witcher. And I was like, cool. So it was me and two other roommates. But one of them was already very skinny, and he probably could have died if he did the full 72, so we put him <laughs> after 24. <laughs> and then another guy, he did two days, but then his shear was doing a sheer barbecue that he didn't want to miss, so then he ate at the barbecue, and then he went like another 30. <laughs> but I was the only one who could do... They smelled too good, man. I was the only one do a full 72 straight. Alana, that reminds me of that time that my sister... The first time she tried to go vegan, and then we had a barbecue that night, and <laughs> her veganism lasted about three and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like my diet, every day I wake up, okay, I'm going on a diet, and then there's just donuts down there. Like, who ordered donuts? Like, who asked you? <laughs> there it is, it's over. <laughs> Drinking water is another problem I have. Like I want to drink water and I'll hold the water bottle and I will look at the water bottle that I've placed on my desk, on the nightstand, on the table. And I force myself to drink some and I'm like, you could drink this whole little bottle. It's just a little bottle of water. Your body wants the water, Alana. And I'm like, eh, you don't need anything to drink. There's coffee and it's hot. Drink it before it gets cold. The water you can drink at any temperature. <laughs> Yeah. It's anxiety inducing, but whatever. Back problems. Back problems. Back problems. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm like I'm like that with the water also. Like I have just 20 bottles of like a quarter of drinking bottles just sitting there. Like because yep. you get a cold one, you drink that much, and then you leave it overnight and you go to get another one. Yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> Should we pick one, one another card, Ellie? Yeah, should we pick one more card? One more card. All right. 
If you could move to the happiest place where you can imagine, where would that be? Camp Simcha. <laughs> yeah. Not even a joke. It's so crazy because it's also like, now I'm going back on my rampage about Camp Simcha. Um, it also is like, it should be the saddest place because like you're around so many people with like such hard lives, but it's it's not. It's just the happiest, like the name is Camp Simcha, like happiness. Like it's just the epitome of what I what I look at as happiness. How about you, Yitzi? Where's your happy place? Happiest place? Come back to me. I'll think of something good. Okay. You guys got an idea? Can you repeat the question, please? If you could move to the happiest place you can imagine, where would that be? I'm here. Language of origin, please. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, we found it. That's that's so cool. I, I like. Wow. I was thinking the answer that I want to say is wherever I am. Yeah. I'm not quite, I'm not quite there yet to be able to actually answer that, but I want to be able to answer that. Mm -hmm. I think happiness is a choice and it's a very, happiness is a choice period, but it's something very hard to put into action, like personal action. Like, am I choosing to be happy right now? Am I choosing to be happy right now? I you can't walk or I can't walk around like with a, you know, a note card. Am I choosing to be happy now? Am I choosing to be happy now? Cause then that. That wouldn't go over well with the rest of the world. But if I live in the future, I'm never going to be happy with the now. So right here. And I'll say I've been to some pretty dark places and I know how valuable a peaceful, quiet and happy home is. And to have that is extraordinarily rare in today. So and what we have over here is really good. And I, I know what the other side of the spectrum looks like. So it's a truly a beautiful thing to have a nice home. You know, and we keep that going. And like, this is for us, like in what our world over here in Ohio looks like, Cleveland. you know, Cleveland. Um, we keep that going by the giving back. I don't mean for it to look sound all 40 years oldish, but you know, in the giving back and th that gratitude part, because without that, I don't know. I didn't have gratitude before and I wasn't happy and I have it now. So clearly something's working. I'm not gonna fix what's not broken. Like we had eight people over here last night till like 1, 1.30 in the morning with like, what kind of problems would you call them? Like, you know, life challenges. Life problems, right. And All of us sitting around a table trying to stay with each other and work things out. Emotionally support a friend. Emotionally support a friend. That's wow. really cool. That's really special. It was. Really, really There special. was coffee. Absolutely coffee. There was water. I had food on the counter, but not everyone wanted to eat. <laughs> At some of them to eat some strawberries, but there was like chicken and other stuff on the counter. But right, food, friends, warmth, you know, and that picture will change with time. So this old lady, I love old people. I would also I would collect old people all the time. I asked Mark, I'm like, can we collect that old person? Can we collect that old person? Because I just love old people because I have a lot of respect for them. 
Um, and this old lady said, don't ask yourself, why is this happening to me? Ask, say, say to yourself, God, what are you trying to teach me? And that is something I have been doing for the past three weeks because of my three weeks of what's going on here. And I just spoke to that lady on Tuesday. I heard her say it last Tuesday and I spoke to her at a meeting and I spoke to her personally this, this Tuesday. Wow. That was really cool. Ellie, we got to go down to Cleveland one time. We got to go down to Cleveland. Come on down. Take you to Beachwood, take you to Cleveland Heights. Woo! And we'll have a 1.30 in the, we'll have a, we'll have a little meeting at 1.30 in the morning. Go through all my products. We have four coffee makers. Right. Let's do it. <laughs> we can try the 48 cha 48 hour challenge. <laughs> I will be taking a nap because by the time you get here, I will be 40 years old. So I will be taking a nap. I'll show. leave in like 12 minutes. <laughs> it's a seven hour drive from the city. Without traffic. From Sydney. From Ohio. New York City. From New York City to Cleveland. Oh, from the city. I thought yeah. you said from Sydney, like Australia. No, you'd have to swim. You'd have to be Finding <laughs> Dory, who is a very happy character. I love very. Finding Dory. Great even though, she, even though she has short-term memory loss, see, she makes the best out of it. What? Is this... <laughs> very good very good oh what okay oh <laughs> you got Ellie, you have to invite my father <laughs> well, that has to be very long. I'm like what am i getting wrong here <laughs> oh gosh very good it's yeah i gave you a lot of time over there no oh you wanted to, oh i was just like thinking to myself do you really prefer the sequel to the original like Finding Nemo is the superior film, though. Finding Dory? I don't know. I didn't even know. I just like Dory. I like Nemo too. I have a bleeding heart, man. Did Ellen voice? Like, I mean, like you see, like do Finding Dory more than Finding Nemo. Like that's a that that's an opinion you got to defend. You just, I didn't like, know that. I didn't know that Finding Dory was the actual name of the sequel. I was just like fi to find right. Dory. Her name is just Dory. <laughs> I don't think they even have last names. I did a lot of drugs, man. I don't know. <laughs> Brain rewiring. I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I'm a little more materialistic than you guys. So I don't think I can say the happiest place in the world is Ohio, but I, I went to Costa Rica with my family once. So I'm going to, I had a good time there. So for now, I'm just going to write down Costa Rica as my answer. Bucket list. Yeah. We make bucket lists, so. That's so cool. I want to, uh, you can just make a list now. I have a bucket list. I need to find a partner to do it with. You need like a Jack Nicholson. I get married. What are we trying to, what am I trying to raise my hand? Like pick me. No, get married, bro. <laughs> find a partner. Okay. It's easier said than done. What's on your list, Ellie? I know. Listen, I haven't found partner yet. Just don't hold yourself to the bucket list. Just enjoy the imagining about the bucket list first. Yeah, I hear that. Like you gotta, it's like you gotta, when you write it down, you gotta wait another like 10 years to actually start doing it. Like you have to really wanna go, like I've been waiting 10 years to go in here, you know? 
I know because I've I had a John Mayer concert that I had booked for like March that I've been wanting to go since like November. So it was like I was waiting for like four or five months to go to this. I had tickets booked and I was all excited. And then bam, it gets like postponed because he got COVID to a Shabbos. So I'm like, I can't even go. And it was just just a rough chill, you know? But like I, I definitely had that like, okay, anticipation is in fully like it's at the max level. Like I, you know. Um, so I feel like it would have made the, the the concert like that much better. Just unfortunate that it's not gonna happen. Do you so we gotta feel, wait for like 2026 or <laughs> do you feel that the anticipation was worth it despite the disappointing ending? No. <laughs> Thank God. Like I had an emotional buildup, but then there was no release. It was just like, it was just bad. It just wasn't enjoyable. So like I, I, it's like, that's like almost turning 21, but like not. So Alana and Mark, what, what would you guys say to that? The idea of like having all this anticipation and excitement, but the thing is with making a bucket list, it's usually things that you're not certain are going to happen. Why should he be happy? He missed the concert. I guess because no, I, I I understand what you're I understand what you're saying, but for me, like this past experience, like I booked the tickets, like it was happening, <laughs> like, it was happening. But I would be demanding didn't. a refund and not waiting till 2026. And when 2026 rolled around, I'd be like, all right, I'll dish out the money again. But that's just yeah, a practical. I, I don't even know. If, I don't even know if I'm gonna get the money back. I can't even. I don't even know who to call. Like I got it from like. Some Yoshmo sent it to me. I don't know. Well, like with a no reply email. Like, how do I reply? I can't reply to a no reply email. We've had. I, I feel like a, a lot. A lot of everybody has gone through that lately. You know, we had we had tickets booked and paid for for a world conference in Detroit. You know, and concerts too. And you know, it's been like the two years of letdowns and it's i feel like it's it's hard for people to like get their hopes up because there are times like this that like it gets smashed down but like you still like you gotta still be hopeful for things yes like john Mayer is young like he'll live till 2026 if you live 43 I mean, that's young that's very young yeah but it's like so a young if you missed a Billy Joel concert, this would be a much sadder story. A who? A Billy Joel concert. Yeah, that would, I mean, but I, I like idolize John Mayer, like not like Billy Joel. He's great, but. It's unhealthy. Dude, do you still have the John Mayer pillow? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow, throwing you right under the bus. Dovey, right under the bus. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Dovey. I didn't mean to throw you under the bus. There. I actually don't. I actually don't have a John Mayer pillow. That's Aviel Schiff. Oh, wait. Wow. I just really wanted it. <laughs> I just stole it from him. <laughs> no, I didn't. I really want it, though. <laughs> if you buy me one, I'll be your best friend. I will buy you one. For your birthday, I will buy you a John Mayer pillow. 11th. It's coming up. All right. Done. Awesome. <laughs> I have a t-shirt. 
Oh yeah. Okay. Sweet. I think it's oh, he's going to show us the T-shirt. Oh my god. <laughs> oh Lord, he's going in. I actually have a T-shirt. And it's pink. It's <laughs> no judgment. It just looks like Rocky. Nice. Oh my. This is my John Mayer. I sleep with this at night sometimes. <laughs> Dude, I sleep with my pound puppy from 1985. People probably don't even know what that is. And my baby blanket, the scraps of it from 1982. Wow. That's incredible. That's really cool. That's actually really cool. I'm gonna get you never that. had a you never had a throwing away party? Or you like only throw of, away your blankie and your pacifier? No, no, only of nunnies, and that's what we call pacifiers. Wait one second. <laughs> While we should, should we pick another card? Go for it. All right. What are the small daily things that give you pleasure? Cigarettes and coffee. At All the right. same time. Yeah, at the same damn time. Oh, we got it. I would say using a Q-tip is probably the apex of of physical enjoyment okay uh, okay you and mark are like twins yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. gotta do really thing. oh my gosh you that love q-tipping oh yeah oh my gosh that's from 1985 uh-huh wow this is from 1982 it's pink and white gingham Oh, it's so cute. It's so cute. Did it used to be that. a did it used to be a different color? No, it was always pink and white, but it used to be like a whole blanket, like it had stuffing and frills on the edge. Oh I tried my. to give I tried to give the pound puppy to one of my daughters and then she was in Israel and when I when I left from the visit, she wrote me a plain letter and she said, "Look in your luggage when you get home." And when I got home, it was in my luggage. So she wanted me to have it back. I didn't want you to be without it. Uh, so you're saying this gives you tons of pleasure? Yes. Oh my goodness. The cute tip. Gotta do it. Whoa. <laughs> the Bro, admit it. Admit it. It is the apex of physical pleasure. I don't know. It's like a seven out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> At max, what like small things give pleasure during the day? Naps. Naps for Alana. Naps. A good naps. nap. Naps. Like, yep, naps. A good shower gives me like a solid, like a, a good, sh like a good shower after like a workout. Solid nine out of ten. There's always room to improve, but it, it's a nine out of ten. Bro hot water on your back oh my goodness oh my goodness you do that every day though yes hot water and then and then switch to cold water it's like freezing cold water why why would you do that to yourself a lot of why, would, why would anyone ever want to do that to themselves Someone once told me it's like good for your hair and your skin, and I've held on to that. Yeah, I heard that, and then I like uh, three minutes later, I heard it was BS. So I'm not accepting that. It just it's 
I like my shower so hot that I feel like I might pass out at the end of it. Yeah. So water is like, all right, I'm not gonna die here. So then it's good. <laughs> I want my skin to be beet red by the time I get out. Yeah, you're in psychology. Look that up. It's it, it means we have some issues, but <laughs> I don't know if you're there. <laughs> That's pretty whack. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie, that's like that's pretty concerning. Only oh. a little bit. What was that? Only a little bit concerning. Oh, okay. Listen, right. if you said you wanted it, if you wanted it purple, then then you know we got problems. Right. If you come out with boils, that's problematic. That's self-harming. That's we're we're in a different topic. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we like to do, and I'm saying this as if it's been established, but we're establishing it right now. Um, we like to do a little segment called, what are we calling it? <laughs> Just recommendations. Recommendations. Hey, one second before we get to recommendations. Oh, asking for a friend. We haven't gotten any emails yet. Oh, okay. We lot... haven't put out our first video yet. We haven't put out our first video yet, okay. <laughs> There's so many things happening right now. What? 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 It's my fault. We're working on um, segments. We're working at the end of one second. The end of last episode, we we did. I had to run out, but I gave a recommendation. That was what you guys remember? Like I don't know, like greet fifty women. No, what? It was <laughs> a certain amount. It was like say hello to like twenty women. No. You're making me seem really weird. No, that was <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? It was something I like that. Say hi to five random people. I feel like it was specifically. I feel like it was women, and then I might have said. I might have said like girls. I might have said like. Okay. Okay. Uh, did you guys do it? I did not have. I say to random people all the time. That's what gets me in trouble. We should. I, I know what the that. problem is. I know what the problem is. It's called recommendations. It should be called like commandments, orders, <laughs> orders, orders. <laughs> like who listens to like call it fall huggins, right? If it's like halacha, it's a different thing, you know. Um, what'd you say, Dovi? Nothing. Okay. So so Alana and Mark. We have a segment called Asking for a Friend, where you guys can ask any question you want for a friend, of course. And then the three Gs, okay. what? They give advice? Yeah. I'm embarrassed to ask it for myself, so I make believe like there's a guy who needs the question answered, and it's for him. Okay. So do you guys have any questions on any topic whatsoever? No, no, you can text your friends if they have any questions. Oh, yeah, right. That's what, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, but like, would, are they supposed to do that right now? If you guys have any questions. And I feel like it's not supposed to be more to guess. This is not for the guests. It's not for the okay. guests. It's supposed it's to be the guests. It's for, it's for the viewers. To right, it's supposed in. to be for the viewers, so I guess we're introducing it now with the guests. I mean, because we just, okay. 
Ellie just really wants to answer some questions. Yeah, I'm so down to answer questions. Like, and give bad advice. <laughs> give terrible advice. Hmm. I feel like we need like a like a master's in something to be able to answer these questions. Like, what if it's like something that we don't know the answer to? We're just gonna be like, I don't know. Don't admit so, that. Exactly. I, I was just speaking with somebody who is an MSW, and is that they. A a disease or an accreditation? <laughs> it's an accreditation, not a disease. Um, no, because like if you say MS, that's a disease. But when you say MSW, now it's an accreditation. <laughs> like the women's, women's version of MS or something? Like, well, no. like is men and women. No, I know, but I'm saying the W is like MS. Womanly women. version of MS. <laughs> This is bad. No, continue. Next. MSW is master's in social work. Continue, right. Ellie. You're talking to somebody. And she was she was saying how how even she, when she is talking with with clients, she feels imposter syndrome and she feels like, how am I qualified to be talking about this? So obviously I was. I was always scared. I'm, I'm like sort of scared of like responsibility, you know, like just being in a state where like, what if they tell you that like they have some issue that like, you're supposed to be like, give me one second. Let me ask my supervisor. Like, you can't really do that. Um, oh, and like, it's, want, like it's, a you're putting yourself in a situation where like, you don't know what's going to come up. And like, that's what's scared. Like I was thinking about going for social work, but I decided against that was one of the reasons. So I, I don't know if that should be a reason, but I'm, I'm not telling you to go for social work, but I don't think that that should be a reason because I think that like the more people I talk to, the more people I realize all feel imposter syndrome. Everybody thinks that they're faking it. Who, who's to tell that they're not, that they shouldn't feel that? <laughs> okay no, for real there Here. right there's a difference between a good social worker and and somebody who's like new in the like i wouldn't want to go to see a social worker who just got his lmsw like a week ago and this is like your third client and i'm like like who is he to tell me what i should be feeling and stuff like that you know i want a guy who's been in the game for 20 years I don't think that any social worker should tell any one of their clients how they should be feeling. They should help a social worker <laughs> should help their client come to see how they are actually feeling and help guide them through those feelings. So that's one. Two, I have like perfectionist issues. So I also don't want to ask my supervisor stuff, but if I don't, help and I don't know are the most important words that I learned how to use and I only learned to use them when I turned 34. Help and I don't know. Whoa. Game changer. I don't have a bubble thing to drop <laughs> and I am not dropping my vape because if I drop my vape and I can't hold it when I'm sleeping, I will drive to New York City and personally blame Dopey. So <laughs> I, have, I have plenty over here for you. Okay. <laughs> you can see it right there. Yeah. 
Alright, so, so do you guys have any questions whatsoever for a friend? Asking, do your friends have any questions? Yeah, okay. Uh, but you gotta phrase it like that. You gotta phrase it. I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. My, who's your Who's your friend? My friend has a concern of a small rash on his elbow and doesn't know what to do about it. So <laughs> asking for my friend, what's the deal with the little rash all of a sudden out of nowhere on his elbow? <laughs> it doesn't spread. <laughs> right. It's just right there. Maybe he works in construction. And there you have it for asking for a friend. Thank you. Thank you for joining <laughs> us for asking for a friend. Maybe, maybe so. Anybody else have any questions? <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable. Oh, man. Um, honestly, elbow is not the, the like what I thought you were going with. It's not where right. I thought you were going. I try to keep it weird, you know? <laughs> I, I was ready to blurt out, just stay out of the sun. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, sweet. And then for our final segment, do you guys have anything that you would recommend? Or we're calling it following orders. Following <laughs> orders. Or... Or we'll call them mitzvot. Do you have any okay. commandments for the week? Like, oh, like I know like that something I like keep in mind. Like, do 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 three good deeds or whatever it is, or like just have in mind to smile more or something like that. Just anything. Or you can recommend a book, a film, any piece of media. Right. Yeah. Recommend. Uh, so like mine. And I'm going to say the same thing as last time because I think it's so true and there's there's a whole great book about it. But make your bed in the morning. You know what, man? We're related because I make my bed every morning. I don't remember last time I made my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you try it for a week and see how it makes you I feel? Happen, I happen to have, I, I got into a frenzy one day and I just like, I, I started making my bed for like three weeks. Three weeks I did it and then one day forgot and then it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, listen, it's not about keeping streaks. It's all about being consistent. This is the same thing. No. No, no, no. Streak is like you can't miss a day. And if you miss a day, it's over because then your streak is over. Consistency is you try to keep every day. And if you miss a day, it doesn't end because you just pick back up where you left off and you He's keep going. Do it. Yeah, nailed it. Basically, a streak has an end. If an if it ends, then you got to start a new streak. It's dumb. So, what if you consistently <laughs> don't, don't do, do it? it? I don't know. What if you <laughs> don't do it? No, I'm not consistent with making my bet. I'm consistent. I consistently don't make my bed. This <laughs> is so much fun. Um, so recommendations. Yeah. I, I like I like all your three energy. Um, Shout out to Ellie because Ellie like Ellie had me on his original podcast and he had Yitzi on his original podcast and he like kind of just like picked us up and is like yo I I met Ellie I met Yitzi once in your whole life once and that was for our last podcast. And that was the first time I met him. And like, 
Ellie just like kind of had this vision that like the three of us would have like a nice good energy and I think we're rocking with it. <laughs> I agree. Thank you. Thank you so much, Alana. You're welcome. Okay, what so, was your recommendation? So yeah. Uh, okay, so I think very, very fast. So I'll, as you guys were talking, I was like, um, so one will be general and one will be specific because I can't follow directions. So I have two recommendations. Sure thing. Okay. The specific one is read The Giving Tree. Oh, it's a hell of a book. That's a hell of a book. Stole my life. I, I, I do that a lot, by the way. <laughs> I just repeat what other people okay. say. <laughs> Is that a crazy book? This now stealing my line. <laughs> you only reacted after I made it clear it was okay. Oh, I, I saw the give. I, I I know the Giving Tree. Okay, read it. Older. Yep, read it. That's the recommendation. Yes. Okay. Well, if it's a commandment, I mean, how strict are we getting here? I'm gonna read it again. And the second one. Oh, it's a toss up is be gentle with yourselves. I think I, like I, I honestly, like I need a little bit more of okay. specificity. Sure, that's yes. A on pronunciation. Word. <laughs> when it's helpful for me when I, it, and only cause old ladies taught me this, when I start to do the negative thinking, I have to be gentle and maybe give myself like a positive pat on the back about something. If you're proud of using the word specificity, you're probably already gentle with yourself. <laughs> you give credit for that one. I'm not in YU. I went to like some Mexican like random online thing that took me like one week to finish a bachelor's degree. I do not know half. I do not have to know the word specificity. I've got like more than eight letters. I don't think you need to know any words more than eight letters. What's yours? Oh, what's mine? Specific has eight letters. So just ask specificity. How about you, Mark? Do you have any do you have any recommendations or commandments for the week? She said, find happiness in the little things. Love that. That little bit of joy that you get off of something real small. Try to like dial in and focus on that. Like that whirlwind too. Using, like that moment when you're using a Q-tip. Yeah, right. Oh my God. People place way too much value on shit that ain't even important. You know, so find happiness in the little things. The little things in life. I love that. Look yourself in the eye when you brush your teeth. Look, yeah, when, when look, your, look at yourself in the mirror, not like to worry about what you look like because you're going to see people, but look at yourself in the eyes. Yeah. Can I go do my thing? Yeah. What's, what's your recommendation? Yeah. Uh, I'm a huge condiment guy, so I'm gonna say use barbecue sauce at with during the next week at at least six of your meals. Whoa! Whoa. I, don't, I don't even know if we eat six meals, but I got, <laughs> I got barbecue. Seven? Me and Mark, me and Mark don't eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I'll slip barbecue sauce into it. Barbecue sauce and just go, okay, it's time to eat. <laughs> All right. How about incorporate some barbecue sauce? We could do that. All right. Let's save some for next week. So we need to do three a day, so 21. You're probably not going to do breakfast, so it's like 14. <laughs> how you say? I need someone to take my math GED for me. So, so in 11th grade. Options. Got our math guy. Options, so you got a GED in 11th grade? I'm not my GED, my regents. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Wait, how did you do that? Don't worry about it. That's, That's crazy. Yeah, it is. What'd she do? She passed the regent? No, she, uh, she paid someone to take it for her. Oh. That's right. That's Genius. Well, the year that my dad was in high school, when he was supposed to take, I think, the math Whoa, region. Oh, that's the famous year? Yeah. My your his, dad was in that my, year? Your dad 62? No, he's 52. What was the year? 51. Turning 52. Uh, 51. Yeah, he's from Houston, so he doesn't know about the region. Stoby, you want to fill us in? He he basically, it's like, it's a state test. That's all it is. Um, but my, you have to pass it to pass the grade. Yes. But my my rabbi, who lived literally back to back with my dad, they're like a year or two apart. My rabbi stole the regent that year. Or maybe, yeah, I think it was, yeah. I think it was my rabbi that stole the regent. And then he told my father about it. My father told my grandfather, who told my Rebbe's father, and he ended up like beating him up or something. <laughs> and he, I remember one day in class, he's like, your father told your grandfather, who told my father, and then I got like a petch for stealing the region. Well, this doesn't sound like a famous story. Though. Oh, no, I remember what happened. I remember what happened. I remember what happened. One second. I thought that you were talking about the year that it got published on the front page of the of the. News. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was that year. Was was friends with this other guy and my father and his friend did it. They were gonna do it, and then my father and then his basically my father told and his father found out about it. He said don't, and then this other guy still went and did it, and he got caught and he like went to jail. Like he's like, yo, your father's a snitch, but he got me out of going to jail. So it was like a, like a good and bad. All right. Actually, my favorite Rebbe though. So. So Dobie, what's your recommendation? Yeah, Dobie, last one. I forgot. Oh. It's gonna be a John Mayer album. You want some of us? Oh, I can. Can I give you like three songs to listen to? Please, because I don't think I've heard sure. any of his songs. Okay, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna put out three songs that you should listen to. Okay. Um, that would be four total for this podcast. <laughs> you're right. You're right. That's one all my math skills. Dude is way. No, no, but one of them is gonna be the one that I told you. One of them is the men that drive me places. John Mayer song. No, it's a Ben Rector song. Rector. Second one is. Walt Grace's Submarine by John Mayer. Walt Grace's Submarine? Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> and 
this one you can only find on YouTube. It's called um, Death of a Hero by Alec Benjamin. Oh, that is such a good with, song. With John Mayer in it, though, because he does it live with John Mayer, and it's that one's it's it's needed to be the one with John Mayer because it just that changes is the whole such song. Such a good song. Okay. I'm I'm proud of I'm I'm proud of that list. That's a good list. That's a good That's list a good right list. there. <laughs> All right. This was an awesome episode. Yeah, this is really awesome. So I, I yes. we gotta go to Cleveland someday. I gotta I gotta meet you guys in person. This is awesome. Yeah, come on out. Come on down. Thank you guys so much. This has been such a pleasure. Thank you.